Hi, welcome to Blue Rose Podcast. I'm Karen Barner, your host, and this is episode one. I am so excited to get this podcast started. In case you don't know, a blue rose is something that cannot be created in nature. Whenever you see a blue rose, it has been dyed, it has been colored, it has been created. It cannot be cross-made. It's genetically impossible. Nobody knows why people, it's like the holy grail of roses. Everybody wants to create one. So a blue rose means enlightenment, enchantment, new beginnings, new discoveries. And my, my purpose of starting this blog is to have one-on-one frank conversations between you and I, but also to interview women who have achieved the highest heights of their career, but want to talk about the dirt, wants to talk about the stuff nobody talks about, their, their story of struggle, their story of how they held themselves back. That's what I am intrigued by in life. How do certain people have bad things happen to them and yet they're able to overcome it and achieve greatness? And as I say, you guys, everything is overcomable. So I also go with the blue rose because to me, blue means three things. The first one is be for belief in yourself, having self-confidence, having a positive mindset. Mindset is everything. You have to have the mindset of belief in yourself. And we're going to talk a lot about mindset over the next however long this podcast lasts for. It'll be a weekly podcast. So hopefully it'll go on forever or until the next incarnation of technology and who knows what we'll go to from a podcast. Um, L and blue is for leadership. It's for taking leadership of yourself, leading the people around you. If you're a leader, if you're a business owner, if you work within a corporate structure, but taking the self leadership, what do you need to do to make yourself be a better person? And when I say a better person, nobody is flawed. Nobody is broken. We all just need to seek out that part of us that we're not thrilled with and make it better to improve it. The you is for understanding you, transforming yourself, knowing what you want, knowing that in you know the end of 2020, you want to be here and 2022, you want to be there. The person you want to be, the parent you want to be, the wife or husband you want to be, the friend you want to be. How do you want to show up in the world? We're going to talk about that as well. And E is, in, is for enlightenment to spiritually get attuned in your life, to spiritually develop an understanding of how this huge complex universe will deliver you anything you need, anything you desire, if you believe, if you take the leadership to learn how to use the universe, if you, take, um, if you begin to understand yourself and how you work, and then most importantly, how the universe works. So those are going to be the topics that we really talk about. Kind of my um, three pillars. And I know there's four in there, but I think belief and self-confidence is something that you just have to carry with you. It's something that you can learn. It's something that you have to just decide that I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to believe in my greatness. So really, you know, I talk a lot about transformation. I talk a lot about enchanted leaderships. And I talk most importantly about clearing or healing your childhood shadow imprints and childhood shadow imprints is the bruises left on your soul from others from zero to seven years old your mind is an open vessel everything that you hear around you goes into your mind and you don't even 
know to filter it. You haven't developed that ability to filter. So if you walk in on a conversation that your parents are having, and I might be, you know, goofing around and your dad's like, well, she's kind of a dopey dope, isn't she? And it doesn't mean any harm in that. He makes it as a joke. You hear that. If you walk in and your uncle's talking and he's like, well, she's kind of a chubby one in the family. And again, it could be a joke. You hear that. So all these comments swirling around you in this huge universe, you hear and you incorporate it into you. And as you incorporate that into you, it becomes the foundation of your building blocks. It becomes a part of who you are. And as you incorporate this and as you get older and you hear other bruises and other comments and they stack on top of each other, before you know it, you're turning 22, 23, 30. You realize you have a weight problem, but you're thinking, well, it's because I'm, a ch I'm chubby. I can't help it. I have the fat G because that's what my Nana had. Or, you know, I have a love of chocolate like my mom. Or you can't handle money because your dad couldn't handle money. Or you're not good at keeping a job because your Uncle Bart didn't keep a job and you loved your Uncle Bart. And so you carry these childhood shadow imprints around with you. And as you try to move forward, transform, you keep bumping into this wall. You keep pounding and pounding into this wall. And you don't understand why. And it's because they're so deeply placed into your subconscious that you don't even realize they're there. So a lot of us, most of us, are living beliefs that weren't even our beliefs. We're living other people's beliefs that we may never have chosen as our own belief if we were given the opportunity to make that choice. I, I find that so fascinating how you can, you can look back at the stuff you used to believe in. You know, and as I get older, I'm 61 now, as I get older, I, I look back at the stuff that I believed in, that I believed was, was the gospel. And so one day I woke up and thought, wait a second, that's not part of my belief system. So where did it come from? And then you have to take the time to do the heavy lifting, to look within, to see where it is. And when you look at childhood shadow imprints, there's two kinds. There's the, um, the minor, the easy ones that will pop right up. You know, well, I have the fat gene, so that's why I'm heavy. Versus the one that I'm heavy because I was sexually abused as a child and I used weight as my weapon. I used weight to protect myself. And as I got older, it still continued to protect me. Those are the harder ones to look at because those are the ones where the pain comes in. Those are the ones where you've got to sit down and really reflect upon who you are and how you got here. And we're going to talk a lot about that because when you can change those shadow imprints, your life will change in ways that you can't even imagine. I have spent my life healing childhood shadow imprints. You know, I found myself, you're, you know, a while ago I was I'm college educated. I was, had a great job, and I ended up being broke. I was homeless, and I was lost. And I know so many speakers say that, oh, I was broken homeless. And you're like, well, how broken homeless were you? Well, I had to step down from living in this house to that. I was broke, and I was living in my truck that was getting ready to be repossessed because I couldn't afford the payments because clearly I was broke. I had lost all my friends. I had nothing but myself because I had developed such self-loathing for myself, such hatred because of the abuse I had gone through that it kept stewing and percolating and stewing in my life till I finally 
things started working out really well for me. I had this great job with the newspaper. I was a district manager. I was projected to be the first female district manager. It tells you how far back this goes. The first female district manager. And I couldn't take that success because that's not who I was. In my mind, I was broken. I was, you know, a broken toy that nobody wanted that got discarded when she got too old for the abuse. And that always churned and burned in my mind, but I didn't realize it. I never realized it. And so I'm sitting there thinking, I have got to get this together. You know, unfortunately for me, an old friend reached out and said, you know, I hear you're hitting, you've hit upon some hard times. You know, I got a place you want to stay. I got a big apartment if you just want to crash on my couch for a while. And that obviously worked out really well. We've been married now 30 years. So thank you, universe. The universe is so crazy. That's how it works. But I had to do a lot of self-healing. I had to look within to figure out why did I hate myself? And that's where your shadow imprints come in. And we're going to talk about that. And as we interview other women, you're going to find that there's a theme that ripples through people's lives. And this theme that flows through is a theme of people telling you that you're inferior, people telling you that you're dumb, people telling you that you're not pretty. You know, and conversely, I have a lot of friends that were raised to believe they were the smartest in the world, they were the prettiest in the world, they were the bestest in the world. And they are smart and they are pretty and they are the bestest. But they got into the real world where everybody was like, you're not any prettier than anybody else, you're not any smarter and, you know, line up and fall in line for your job. And, and they have trouble dealing with that because they're like, well, wait, I'm special. My mom, my dad, my relatives told me I was special. So we all have different childhood shadow imprints. There is nobody that's walking on this planet today that doesn't have childhood shadow imprints. You know, and one of my gifts, I'm blessed. One of my gifts is I can see people's bruises. I can talk to them because when you, we talk, we tell people what our bruises are. We may not realize it, but we're telling people. Because when they ask questions about us, we, we let them know what our bruises are. Once I can see your bruise, then I can help you heal it. Then I understand it. Then I can help guide you, not tell you how to change you, because that serves no one, but I can help guide you to figure out what you need to do moving forward to help change, what you need to do to heal the other people's comments, how, you know, how to throw somebody else's trash away, somebody else's opinion of you that you've carried around for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and heal it. And that's why so many women, you know, when you hit your 45, your 50, your 55, 60 years old, all of a sudden so many women wake up and look around and say, hey, what's next? Is this my life? Because they realized they took a job because they were married. They took a job because they were pregnant. They took a job because they had children. They took a job because it was a time when women were grateful to get any job that wasn't a nurse teacher or clerical. They took whatever job they could and they made the best of the jobs. And so many of my friends are CEOs of large companies and vice presidents and COOs and, you know, business owners making six, seven figures. And they'll sit down with me one day every once in a while and say, Karen, what happened? I am 55, 60, 65, 70 years old. I would never have chosen this career. This doesn't suit me. I have a friend that's a great CPA, fantastic CPA, woke up one day and said, I hate numbers. I have another friend who does really well with marketing. She's a marketing wizard. You can sit down, she'll do a marketing campaign like that. She's like, I freaking hate the sell. 
I am so tired of it. It's the same thing, you know, rinse, repeat. I say, well, why do you do it? I'm good at it. It's all I know how to do. And it's like, no, you can be so much more. We can all be so much more when we walk in our power, when we walk in who we are. When you're, when you're stepping in your greatness, when you're in your zone of excellence, your vortex, whatever you want to call it, being Esther, um, Abraham and Esther Hicks calls it your vortex, you know when you're in your zone because you're happy, you're thrilled, things are kicking along, everything's going really well for you. But a lot of us, we get to that zone point, we're like, oh, no, I can't, I can't have this, and we blow it up. We're going to work through that on this podcast as well. We have so much to explore. If you have any questions, please let me know. If there's anything you want me to talk about, gosh, let me know. Because when I'm doing this, I am in my vortex. I am in the thing I was born to do. Because I know, again, my superpower is seeing people's blocks. My superpower is seeing what people should be doing. I can see people's passion a mile away. And it's easy to see because, again, they'll light up. When you're doing what you love, you could work all day long and all night long and never feel tired. When you're doing what you're not really loving, it's like, oh, my God, what time is it? Are we getting close to going home? You know, how much longer before I get to go do what I want to do? Or how much longer before I retire? I can't tell you how many times I hear that. I, I can't tell you how many people I know have countdown clocks to retirement. What a waste. What a waste of your time. What a waste of your life. You know, I work in senior housing. I work in assisted living. And I go to communities all the time and I talk to people that are 80, 85, 90, 95, even 100 years old. And we always end up with the regret. There's always something I wish I would have traveled. I wish I would have spent more time with my children. I wish that I was born in a different time and could have done different things. Don't be like that. Don't wake up one day and have regret. Don't wake up one day and say, I wish I could have taken that. I would have taken that chance. You know, I had that great job offer to travel overseas, but I turned it down. Or I had that great uh, opportunity to consult in Mexico and I turned it down or whatever it is. Whatever it is, don't, don't live like that. Make your decisions, be happy with your decisions and then move on. But don't sit back and say, I wish I would have, could have, should have. Because we don't get this time back. Nobody gets out of here alive. None of us do. So live your life to the fullest. Live your life like there's no tomorrow because you don't know. And enjoy your life. Decide who you are. Decide what you want. And transform your life into that. Become the person you want to be. Because the person you dream about being, the person you think about being, is the person you are. There is no doubt about it. Because if you can see it in someone else, you have it within you. If you see something, you see something in somebody else that you love and adore, you think, well, I wish that was me, it is you. You have that. If you see something in somebody else you absolutely can't stand and you'll avoid it at all costs, that's you as well. The universe is always reflecting back to us who we are. And when you can look around at everybody around you and they're happy and they're complimentary and they're really kind people, then that's who you brought into your life. But if you're your friends, your safety net, whatever, is grouchy, mean, or whatever, you brought them into your life as well. Take the time to decide who you want to be. Because when you know who you want to be, getting there, yes, it can be a, it can be a challenge, but is it impossible? Oh, no. Because once you know what you desire, once you know what your deepest dream really is, the universe will line up. Once you show the universe, this is what I want. 
you know, I want to write a book that's on the bestseller list for Amazon. I want to do sold out retreats in Hawaii. I want to own a flower business and be the most popular flower business in the world. Or I may want to quilt and sell my quilts to 10 people and be happy. Or I quilt and give my quilts to the babies at NICU. Your goals don't have to be these big, huge, overarching, I want to make a million dollars. Your goals can be, I just want to be happy tomorrow. I just want to be happy. And I want my children to do great. And I want my little bulldog to do amazing. That's fine too. But if you have those goals because you're afraid of these goals, then we need to talk. We need to line them up. You want your goals to be lined up. You want your personal goals, your billing goals to be lined up with who you are. And when they're lined up again, you'll know it because your life will be in the zone. So we have a lot to talk about. This is the first introductory one, so I don't want to go on. I mean, they're going to be different lengths. I'm going to try to keep these under 15 minutes because I know when I get on a podcast and it gets about 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, how much longer? Unless it's an interview. Interviews I can listen to all day long. But everything else is like, okay, can we wrap this up? So welcome again to my podcast. Hit the subscribe button. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, any of them, hit the subscribe button so you'll know when I go live. Um, I will also put, post these videos up on YouTube. If you want to watch YouTube, if you have any questions, go to my website, karenbarno.com. And here's to you finding your blue rose. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.